You are listening to Healing Arts with Dr. Shelley Care. Visit me online at www.pastlifelady.com. Connect with me on YouTube at Past Life Lady or on my Facebook fan page at Past Life Lady. The Healing Arts Program is not intended as a substitute for consultation with a licensed medical or mental health professional. The listener should regularly consult a physician or mental health professional in matters relating to his or her health, and particularly with respect to any symptoms that may require diagnosis or medical attention. This program provides content related to educational, medical, and psychological topics. As such, listening to the program implies your acceptance of this disclaimer. Hey friends, guess what? My new book, Past Lives in Ancient Lands and Other Worlds, Understand Your Soul's Journey Through Time is out and available. And you can order this book and visit ancient civilizations, including prehistory hunter-gatherers, Mesopotamia, Babylon, the Persian Empire, Egypt, Greece, Europe, the Americas, Rome, Asia, and Australia, and travel into other worlds including Atlantis and Lemuria, outer space, and so much more. This book features over 50 guided journeys to help you understand your soul's journey through time. So check it out. Visit my website, pastlifelady.com. Click on the book link and order Past Lives in Ancient Lands and Other Worlds today. Thank you so much. Welcome to Healing Arts. I'm your host, Dr. Shelley Care. Hey there. I hope you're having a great day. So right now I am getting ready to air a special midweek episode of the Healing Arts podcast. Um, normally we air these episodes every Sunday and I am in the middle of season 15. My dear friend, Cindy Dale has a new class coming up that is coming up very quickly. And so I want to get this information out to you. And I have a lot of events coming up. One of the events is happening this Saturday on April 29th. Um, I have received tons and tons of requests. Please teach a gem healing workshop for us. And so I am teaching one. It is going to be on Zoom live. And so if you will email me, at Shelly at ShellyCare.com, I will actually give you a Zoom link and you can come over and join me live. But even if you cannot make the live event, if you still want the information, you can send me an email and I will give you a replay through the Healing Arts School so you can watch the class whenever you want. Now, you may be aware Mercury is in retrograde and um, I have a ton of fun during Mercury retrograde. So one of my friends pointed out that... Um, 
I just sent an email out yesterday where I called it Sunday, April 29th. Well, that is not correct. This class is going to be on Saturday this week. So um, this Saturday, 2 to 4 p.m. Central on Zoom, you can come see me live. And also I'm asking people when you email me, if you have any specific things that you want me to talk about in terms of gem healing, because I have a ton of information on this subject. I've written many, many books about gem and mineral healing. Right now, I've been writing all my past life books, but you know, my one of my dear loves is gemstones. I love to write about rocks and the healing properties of stones. I have lots of information. So I want to make sure that I'm going to cover things that you really want to hear about. If there's specific stones you wanted me to address um, through these years of since childhood, really, uh, I have worked with just about all of them. So let me know when you send me an email. And I will give you the link to join me on Zoom. Meanwhile, there's more. Um, on May 3rd, which is on a Wednesday of next week, I am going to be doing the Wednesday night webinar at the Edgar Casey Foundation. This is a very reasonably priced um, class where I'm going to take you through material from my book, Past Lives in Ancient Lands and Other Worlds. So the program is called Understand Your Soul's Journey Through Time. So we're going to talk about my book, but we're also putting it in the context of the Edgar Casey readings, because many of the historical places that I talk about in past lives in ancient lands and other worlds happens to be mentioned also in the Casey readings. So we're going to take a look at that. And then, of course, we're going to take a past life regression journey that you hopefully will love. And then coming up on... May 5th, which is on the Friday, I am going to be um, speaking at the Edgar Casey Foundation on May 5th and 6th for the, inter the um, I guess it's the annual, not international, but I guess it is international because people are going to be tuning in from all over the world. It's the annual reincarnation conference. So on Friday night, I'm going to be doing this journey to source. You know, Edgar Casey talked all about source energy. And so we're going to be um, taking a really cool guided journey. Again, we're talking about my book, Past Lives in Ancient Lands and Other Worlds, but we're going to be doing it in the context of some of the Casey material too. So it's a program I've never exactly done like this before. And we're going to go way, 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 way out and connect with source energy, which is very, very healing and transformational. And then on Saturday, the first half of the day, I will be with you. We will be looking more into ancient lands and other worlds. And some of those ancient lands and other worlds for Casey fans will obviously, hello, uh, spoiler alert, but we will definitely be talking about Atlantis and Lemuria because I know that you love those as much as I do. And I know you love Egypt and you know that I love Egypt. So we'll be talking about all of those Casey favorites and more together and taking some really interesting and far out journeys as well. And so it's going to be fun. Um, you can come to Virginia Beach. I will be there live in person. But the great news about the pandemic, there's a lot of bad news about it, obviously. But one of the good things that came out of it is that now these events are hybrid. So you don't actually have to travel. If you can't make it over there, you can actually just watch the show and attend the conference online and then just you know enjoy the replay at your leisure. And it's the same thing with my gem healing class. Um, you can't make it live, 
on Saturday, no worries. I'm going to give you a replay. You can watch it at your leisure. So I hope to see you at some of these events. And then today I'm getting ready to welcome my dear friend, Cindy Dale. She has a really cool event coming up with the Shift Network. I don't want to spoil the surprise, but I will have the links for you um, when that video comes on here shortly. And I think it's something that some of you will really, really resonate with because she is wonderful. She's a great friend of mine and I think her work is amazing. So, alrighty. So that is my report. And for those of you who are listening on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and other outlets, I thank you for listening to the show. And so we will get ready here after a short break to welcome the beloved friend of mine, Cindy Dale. And meanwhile, I hope you have a wonderful week and uh, we will see you very, very soon, hopefully at one of these events. Before we get to Cindy, I promised you in our first episode that we we're going to start doing some relaxation at the beginning of the show and at the end of the show. So this is just a quick breathing exercise for centering. So I hope you enjoy it. And one more thing I forgot to say, um, that gem healing class that is coming up on Saturday, it is free. So it's not going to cost you anything. So no matter where in the world you're at, you can come on over and I would love to get together with you. And again, if you can't make it live, just send me an email and I'll get you hooked up with the recording, but it is free. It's a freebie. I want to give that to you and I hope you'll enjoy it. So, all right. So are you ready to settle in and do a little bit of breathing? Okay, cool. Let's do this. Welcome to this moment of relaxation. So wherever you're at, whether you're sitting, whether you're in movement, go ahead and take a moment now to focus on your breathing and take a deep and healing breath in through your nose, breathing in love and joy and peace and light and exhaling any tensions or concerns. We'll be right back.
Hey friends, have you wanted to access the Akashic Records but had no idea how to do that? Well, guess what? My new book, Journeys Through the Akashic Records, will take you step by step through the process so that you can access other realms of consciousness for your own healing and transformation. This book will show you how to open the door to this wellspring of information. Meet with your spirit guides, do present life healing, psychic protection. Go out into the field of possibilities to access your higher soul's purpose. Meet your guides and helpers, your soul group, and so much more. Again, over 50 guided journeys await you as you access the Akashic Records and receive information that is personal to you for your healing and self-transformation. Check out the book now. Just go over to my website, pastlifelady.com. Click on the book link and order today. Welcome back to Healing Arts. I'm Dr. Shelley Care. Visit me online at www.pastlifelady.com. Hey, dear ones, guess what? One of my favorite people of all time, Cindy Dale, is back on the show. And we're going to have a fun talk today about clairvoyance. Cindy, welcome. How are you doing? I am doing really well. We were just chit-chatting that I'm doing a lot of college baseball these days. And so I'm just really happy to be talking to you about what in our world are normal things. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. You're not on the road with the baseball team right now. So this is very exciting. So no, you talk about energy. I like energy. I mean, baseball's about energy, but but you know what both of us do, you know, for each, you know, for ourselves, for the world is all about energy. It's all about, you know, how do you access the energy of who you are? How do you put it out there in the world? You know, how do you use your intuitive gifts and powers? So um that's my favorite thing to talk about, not baseball. Yes, I, I definitely agree. I'm more familiar with this conversation than if I was going to have to quiz you about baseball today. So I'm glad. So I think it's a great topic because everybody wants to learn how to develop their intuitive nature. And I think it um, it baffles people. And I think you've got a lot of good ideas on how we might open our intuitive nature up. So what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, and I firstly approach intuition from that viewfinder of energy. I always like to go back to everything's made out of energy. And the science of energy, since Einstein, we've been developing along these lines, really proves that 99.999% of all energy is not solid. It's not physical. It's subtle. And You know, across the generations, the other word we've used for subtle energy is uh, psychic, mystical, spiritual, intuitive. We call it subtle energy because it sounds more like science, but it's the very same thing as as psychic energy. So most of who we are, as you already know, Shelley, is psychic energy. It's intuitive, you know, kind of, you know, kind of energies that are leaving us messages going into the world. We're gathering them from other places and sources, people, the environment all the time. And so it's our natural state to be intuitive. It's our natural state to kind of tune into what subtle energies or psychic information is coming into us. 
and to make decisions about what we want to emanate as well. So there's, you know, really basic styles of intuition or being psychic. Uh, the one that most people ask me about most of the time, because it's so cool and glamorous and beneficial is clairvoyance or clear seeing. I think that's a good point. I think everyone wants to develop clear seeing. And I think though sometimes we have to really work to develop that gift, but we do have other ways of receiving this information. I think it's it's easy for people to kind of say, well, I, I really can hear an inner voice, but they don't want that. They want only clear seeing. So if they wanted to develop clear seeing, what would you recommend they do? Well, and I'm gonna still also piggyback on the comment you're making. I mean, clear seeing is one of many, many gifts. Most of the capabilities are empathic or kinesthetic. They're clear sensing. Maybe you feel in your body a pain that somebody else has, whether you're with them or you're on the phone with them. Uh, maybe you, you know, kind of pick up on other people's feelings or emotions, or you just know something, or you're aware of them lying <laughs> or telling the truth, or you meet somebody and you just have this unfolding of having known them before. So there's many different ways of being intuitive. Clear seeing is typically, like I said, it tends to be the sexiest. You know, it's the one yeah. that people want because they're like, I want to be an oracle. I want to see the future. I want to know what's coming up. I want to get an image of whoever I'm going to meet that I'm going to marry. Whatever it is, people think that's the shiny crystal ball. But the truth is that clairvoyance is interdependent on the other capabilities. So sometimes we get those very beautiful colored images, maybe when we're sleeping, maybe they come unbidden. Uh, but that's only one very small form of clairvoyance. Uh, you can do clairvoyance by getting signs with your eyes. My youngest son is a hoot because he gets most of his messages while he's driving and he sees license plates that always have words. I mean, it's like they all, you know, kind of go right in front of them. They stack up like dominoes. It's almost like you can get a whole sentence unfolded as he passes 10 cards, because of course he's young and he speeds. Um, so, you know, there's many different ways to be clairvoyant, which could include sensing like a body message and turning it into a picture uh, or getting a feeling and trying to figure out pictorially if it's your emotion or if you've picked it up from somebody else. So you can't really develop clairvoyance in a void. You need to be able to interact it with the other ways of knowing for it really to unfold and for you to mature that capability. Yeah, the, you're making so many good points. When this kind of rears its you know, head, I don't know if it's an ugly head, but, you know, people are trying to take intuitive classes to um, go into their past lives, for example. And then what happens is there's, let's say we were all in a class together. There is that one person in the class who they saw all the colors, they saw all the imagery and everyone else is having what you've already described as more of a feeling, but it seems like it's very hard for them to accept that their feeling is just as important as that sexy um vision or that technicolored unicorn or whatever it is it's galloping over the horizon you know so i spend a lot of time trying to help people understand that this is okay when we're feeling when we're touchy-feely when we're auditory hearing the inner voice and yet we can still i think once we learn to embrace and accept those things 
and relax about it and not beat ourselves up over it, then maybe these other more desirable traits could start to come in. What do you think? I exactly. You've got to own all of your intuitive faculties, all of your psychic senses, and let them be whatever potency they are right now. And they'll expand, they'll grow. And clairvoyance, like the getting of the pictures, is a skill itself. I mean, you've got to practice it a little bit. So let's say you get a physical sensation. You're somebody who's very physically empathic. I'm actually mainly physically empathic. That's my strongest gift. Now, when I'm working with clients, I get tons of pictures. In my everyday normal life, I'm mainly physically empathic. I just feel something or I I have the sense I shouldn't go to the left. I need to go to the right. Or all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, I need to go to the grocery store. I'm like, I don't need anything at the grocery store. Or in order to figure out what to do next, I have to start something. I just have to pick up the task and get going with it. And I can sense if it's going to work or if it's not going to work. Um, and so I need to, in my everyday life, use my physical sensitivity and be in it and accept it. And then I might get a picture about what's going on. A picture that says, oh, this is why you're going to the grocery store because you really are. Uh, you don't have a turkey and tomorrow's Thanksgiving. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Which I've had happen before. <laughs> so, you know, go with your strengths, learn your strengths. There's physical, there's emotional, there's mental cognition, there's relational, there's healing, even just getting a sense of what somebody needs, you know, in terms of to help them heal or to become more whole. There's clear audience, inner voice, hearing voices. Of course, that's that really glamorous seeing the pretty pictures. Uh, you can also get images in black, white, and gray and use them to make decisions. There's spiritual knowing, they're sensing spirits, there's interacting with nature. I mean, look at how many different abilities there are. The seeing is one part of it. So when you look at the full medley and you realize, oh, I'm three or four of these things already. Yes, I do want to get images. I do want to have dreams, you know, that I can remember that might give me guidance. I would like to get a vision of what to do. You add that onto what you already have. And you know what? It'll open up almost like magic. I guarantee it. Because the other gifts, think of it, they don't want to close just so you see an image of something that happened when you were in second grade. Why would they do that? They don't want to close. They want to work with, not kind of in contrary. Yeah, that is an excellent point. Because we, we don't want to devolve we want to evolve into something that is more all-encompassing now don't you think i mean i really believe that most people really do have intuitive abilities and yet they'll go well i'm just not hearing this or i'm not doing this i, I think that they're maybe talking themselves out of it but they've got to be having some feeling or some insight and maybe are we just ignoring those those little nudges to go get the turkey before thanksgiving or are we distracted or are we just you know the other thing before i forget it you know that cartoon it's kind of a cliche but the guy's in the boat and he's getting ready to drown and he's like wait you didn't save me and you know he's like wait a minute i sent a boat i sent a helicopter you know he's asking god for help and he doesn't think he's getting any i mean are we just too picky about the way we're getting it i know this is a lot of 
words oh, out great. of here. Art you know what I'm saying? Yes, we want to we want to know my art. You know, like my dead mother is visiting me. I want to see her with my eyes. And it's sort of like maybe dead mother is going, "Why well, don't look like that anymore?" <laughs> or that's not going to help you if you see me the way I looked. I want you to feel my presence. I want you to write your sister. And I'm going to, you know, kind of nudge you toward writing your sister, or help you think about your sister or whatever it might be. I think we're picky. I think mainly we're scared, frankly. Mm. I think everybody's intuitive. I mean, we're 99.999% subtle energy, which is psychic or intuitive data. We are mainly mystical beings. So I think that it's scary to, you know, kind of sometimes think about being psychic or have those abilities. What do people think of us when we do something because our intuition is telling us or we're feeling it or we get a dream or a message or an eagle, you know, kind of flies in front of us and we go, oh, I know what that means. Uh, but I think that we feel uncomfortable because if we follow our intuition, sometimes we will look weird. We will look goofy. We won't make a lot of sense to other people. I think many of us, when we grew up, we had intuition. We did have an invisible playmate. We did get dreams. We knew when somebody was sick. I know, me too. I have all that stuff. You know, when my parents decided I was satanic because I could talk with ghosts. Oh, hello. That's in now, by the way. <laughs> People have television shows where they're talking with ghosts and making really good money. <laughs> so, you know, we get talked out of it or judged or religion does a number or again, we don't want to look weird. We want to fit in. Um, but everybody's had that experience of getting a sense of, I know who's on the phone or you think of somebody and they text you. Uh, it used to be phone you, now it's text you. Or you just kind of feel there's something on your email or someone on your email and you don't want to open your email. I mean, it, it, the way that intuitive works is through the exchange of psychic messages or subtle energy. Everything is information that vibrates. And so we're constantly picking up on sensing. Again, we're scared. We don't count it. We don't value it. We don't want to be odd. We don't want to be weird. We're going to wait for the glamorous. We hear a voice that somebody else is. We see something. We have to start where we are. And we may already get visions. We may already get voices and really not want to follow them because somebody might call us schizophrenic, right? Or whatever. Um, but it, it's a lot about self-acceptance and assuming the intuitive because we are mainly made of psychic energy you can call it subtle but it's psychic energy really 3d stuff is the fact that they claim that only seven percent of our communication is being done with the words we're saying so you know we could say well it's the tone of the voice and other things okay yes it is but there's a lot more to it than that and how things are getting communicated is through this intuitive ability of whichever brand each one of us has. And I think everybody's got their own little unique ways they do their gifts and those need to be acknowledged. Exactly. And even though I gave a few of the styles like physical, emotional, relational, obviously visual, uh, verbal, et cetera, 
I think everybody's got their own, you know, sort of flavor of those too, like how you know things, how you see it. Um, I was, I have one of my dogs, his name is Honey and he loves barking and every night he barks. Like one or two in the morning, he's like, bark, 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 let me out. And um, I even hear him barking when I'm out of town. I was telling some friends of mine about honey barking. We were at dinner, maybe six or seven, uh, you know, at night or so at, I think, one of their houses. And all of us heard a bark. <laughs> we all heard honey bark. Like honey was like, yeah, I like barking. See? <laughs> so, you know, it's fun to be intuitive. It's fun to open up that faculty. It's fun to see how does the data arrive right now? How do you send it out? What can you do with it? How can you grow it? Are there other ways of being intuitive that you don't know about right now? I remember a couple, three years ago, my uh, youngest son sleeps upstairs. He's in college right now, so he's not home most of the time. And I sleep downstairs. We got up one morning and we looked at each other and we both said, uh, who, were you getting banging in your closet too? I mean, I had banging from my closet, my closet downstairs. He had banging from his closet upstairs. Now, I don't know if we ever figured out what that was, to be honest. Neither of us were scared. We were just sort of like, well, somebody's banging. Well, whatever. <laughs> so you can't predetermine all the different ways you're going to get messages or what they're going to mean or, you know, kind of like figure out if I see this, I'm going to do this. It's sort of like how we're supposed to do life, like in the moment and just being aware and then making decisions as we go, not out of our patterns, but out of our, guess what, our intuition. Like, what feels right right now? What am I to do in this moment? Do I go to this family reunion or do I skip it? You can't, you know, just because you went three years ago doesn't mean you're going to be wanting to go this time. It's our steering wheel through life and not just Shelly, to the guides, but to our inner self, to our inner sanctum, to our own soul. Absolutely. And um, you have a class with the Shift Network coming up where you're going to dig in to all of these things and help people open up these gifts. So tell us about that. Yeah. And when is it starting? And tell us all about what you're going to cover. May 3rd, the Shift Network, it's on my website, cindydale.com too, and the Shift Network, Activate Your Clairvoyant Powers. Um, it's seven, it's only seven uh, meetings, but it's going to be really kind of dynamic and wild because it's not your average clairvoyant class about how do you see the colored pictures? How do you kind of compose something you know, kind of in your mind and send it into the universe. So we're going to be doing both of those different things. So yes, you're going to be writing with your imagination. Here's what I'd like. Let's design it inside. It's not just about receiving. It's also creating and sending. But we're going to explore all those different intuitive styles. What are they? How do you open them? How do you marry them with clairvoyance? Whether, again, you're constructing pictures or images whether you're getting them or receiving them in the dream state with your eyes in nature, whether they're coming as black, white, and gray. I've had so many people tell me, 
you know, I don't see colors. I saw black, white, and gray. I thought that wasn't clairvoyance. Of course it is. That's a form of clairvoyance. So is getting a body message and learning how to work with it so you can construct it into an image that's useful. Um, you can construct a healing image and send it into the body, or you can also get a clairvoyant picture, a pop-up, right? Uh, video or image, colorful Polaroid that can help you work with the body image, the feeling or whatever. So it's not limited to the one way of being clairvoyant. It's opening up the whole spectrum of intuition and then fitting clairvoyance in it. Isn't that fun? It's going to be cool. Yeah. It's going to be really cool. Yes, highly recommended. Any of your classes are always amazing. And I know people are going to get a lot out of this because you're going to get to work on this and concentrate it on it over that seven week period. That's going to be really cool. It's going to be really fun. I found uh, that sometimes people don't even know they're clairvoyant because they don't think dreams are clairvoyant or they don't believe that getting uh, you know, a power animal or a, you know, red cardinal flying by when you're thinking about something means something. But there's so many ways of being clairvoyant that you'll uncover the ways that you're doing it. And you'll advance even on that. Oh, I want to get the pretty picture in my head that gives me a message that will advance too. That sounds fantastic. Sounds I fun. encourage everyone to take this class. It's going to be totally awesome. Thanks, Shelly. So, Friends, we've done it again, another episode of Healing Arts. So you know that I love Cindy and I think everything she does is amazing. So I highly recommend this class um, because again, I hear it so much, Cindy, from everybody. I want to get my intuition. I need to see my guides and you know all this kind of stuff. So this is the class. That's it. That's it. So check it out. We'll have the links below and we'll see you next time on Healing Arts. I hope you loved my little chat with my friend Cindy. And so just a reminder, now we're going to go into our closing relaxation. So I hope you have a wonderful week. Blessings to you, wishing you all good things. And I'll see you next time on Healing Arts. But before you go, let's take a moment to relax together. to end our time together, imagine that you can take another deep and healing breath in through your nose, breathing in love and joy and peace and happiness and harmony, and exhaling love and joy and peace and happiness and harmony. And imagine that every single cell in your entire being is filling with love and light and joy and happiness as you continue to breathe through your nose, filling with peace and love and exhaling peace and love. And imagine that peaceful, loving feeling just pours out of your heart center creating that beautiful golden bubble of light that surrounds you by about three feet in all directions. Feel the loving vibrations of this healing light and just know that you can be within the light now and always as you go about your day, peaceful and relaxed, 
energized and refreshed. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. Namaste. You've been listening to Healing Arts with Dr. Shelley Kerr. Visit me online at pastlifelady.com or on YouTube at Past Life Lady or connect with me on Facebook at Past Life Lady.